What's going on? Matt Savoka here from Awesomeo.com, bringing you the FanDuel Championship Game Sunday Contenders video. This should be a great two-game slate. Hopefully, it's as good as that Sunday of the divisional round, an unforgettable day of football, and hopefully, it could be just as good. And we'll quibble about all those overtime rules arguments later because we got to figure out who is playing in the Super Bowl. First, we have the Cincinnati Bengals visiting the Kansas City Chiefs, and then the San Francisco 49ers going to Los Angeles, facing the Los Angeles Rams for the third time this season. Before we get into this one, though, go ahead and like this video, subscribe, to the channel so that you always know when we're going live you guys know what to do and if you could give me matt savoka a follow on twitter at draftaholic that would be much appreciated as well we'd also like to thank our presenting sponsor fan up and if you haven't checked them out yet you absolutely should because now is the time to do so fan up is featuring contests for the nfl and the nba this week including their four thousand dollar winner take all conference chaos contest which is only a ten dollar entry and NBA contest with over $1,000 in prizes. Use promo code AWESOMO when you sign up to get 2,000 bonus points, which is the equivalent of $20 to bet on their service. That's AWESOMO, A-W-E-S-E-M-O. When you sign up, no deposit required. Check out Fan Up today. Okay, guys, on the screen, you see my 10 through 6 of my top plays on FanDuel, pricing a little bit tight. And at the top, we have some superstars we want to get to in these lower ranges. It actually is pretty tough here. Tyler Boyd has a very good projection compared to salary-based expectation. Obviously, the number three receiver on his own team and the number four overall option. But if you just look at value, I think Tyler Boyd has a great chance of exceeding expectations. I just don't know if he has the ceiling. He's in the optimal lineup 39% of the time. Talk about a lack of ceiling. That's Eli Mitchell, third in this whole slate in expected fantasy points per game but a pretty low probability of scoring 25 or 30 fantasy points here if you want 10 to 12 i think eli mitchell is your guy but when push comes to shove this team is going to be using debo samuel and george kittle he's number nine eli mitchell is 41 percent chance of being in the optimal lineup then it's the chiefs defense i mean it's play whoever you want on defense and obviously home favorite uh, defenses are going to look better in our projections but honestly it's whoever fits correlate it with the rest of your lineup the Chiefs defense in the optimal lineup against the Bengals 46 percent of the time then it's the big wigs in the Chiefs offense it's Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes with a 47 percent and 48 percent chance respectively of being in the optimal lineup you are going to have to make several salary-based concessions if you are going to fit both of these players and then another high premium option as well but i think it's worth it from a salary from a ceiling and a median projection standpoint both these players grade out especially well especially mahomes who is facing arguably the easiest defense he's faced this entire playoff run the Bengals are last among all playoff qualifying teams in schedule adjusted fantasy points allowed that's how he's getting to 25 fantasy points in nearly two-thirds of our simulations I mean you'd expect that with a 25 point median projection I don't think the 8800 salary is too high stack him up with Hill or another player will get to but get to those premium option Chiefs don't worry don't worry about those auxiliary weapons maybe in a large field tournament that's fine but these 
these big three you know who they are that's who you should stick to if only building out a few lineups and yet none of those two crack the top five who does let's watch and find out at number five, Jarek McKinnon running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. And you could argue that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is the preferred option, at least in the Chiefs front office, or maybe even for coach Andy Reid. But Jarek McKinnon is the one who's actually getting the most touches here. 17 opportunities last week, which included seven targets. That's on the heels of 18 opportunities against the Pittsburgh Steelers with six targets. That's 13 total targets for Jarek McKinnon over his last two games here. Year. and we're seeing it in the projections an 11.7 median projection even in a half ppr platform for a chiefs running back we, we still expect it to be a committee but this projection compared to salary based expectation makes him look like a value play and in general you want to play home favorite running backs and while the touches may not be quite as good he's still scoring 25 fantasy points in nine percent of our simulations so i really like jarek mckinnon as the only value option to quibble with except you know i really want the passing game you know who those big three options are we just talked about it here still jarek mckinnon is a solid value play in the optimal lineup 65 percent of the time at number four, T. Higgins, wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. And T. Higgins was the one who had just come off of a gigantic game when these two teams last met. He had just 62 yards receiving against the Chiefs, but that was on the heels of a 194 receiving yards game against the Baltimore Ravens in week 16. So I think the Bengals passing game is gonna need to show up here if, if they have any chance of keeping this game close. So T Higgins is an obvious stacking choice with a quarterback like Joe Burrow or even a run back option if you're playing stacks with Patrick Mahomes and Tyree Killer, Travis Kelsey. Higgins has not had a massive playoffs. I guess you could say seven receptions for 96 yards as a second year receiver is. It just came on, you know, the day where players like Tyree Kill and Gabriel Davis were going absolutely berserk. So maybe you could argue that that seven for 96 is going a little bit overlooked. T. Higgins is an excellent player with other excellent players like Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon around him. Still, he is scoring 25 fantasy points in nearly 20% of our simulations and 13 fantasy points as a medium projection. We will take that all day. The offense in Cincinnati is humming along and the Kansas City defense is not so great. This one should be a shootout. Higgins is in the optimal lineup 68% of the time. At number three, tight end George Kittle. And you could say George Kittle has had kind of a streaky season. You know, the four receptions for 63 yards last week, kind of middling performance, but that was the best performance he's had in four weeks. In fact, it's the only game in four weeks he's had over 30 yards receiving. But that comes on the back of three straight weeks where he averaged 141 receivings and had a minimum of 93 yards receiving. He had 181 receiving yards in a game this year. The ceiling for a player like Kittle is really unprecedented for any player at his position, unless you're talking about Travis Kelsey, who happens to be on this two game slate as well. I'm not surprised to see a 15% chance of Kittle scoring 25 fantasy points, despite us only seeing it twice this whole season when he did it he scored over 30 fantasy points so you want to be a part of those big games I think he's going to avoid Jalen Ramsey in the Los Angeles Rams secondary so despite it being a tough matchup Kittle could be that be that short area target that Jimmy Garoppolo 
needs with players like Aaron Donald coming into the backfield real fast this Sunday. So expect a lot of dump offs, in my opinion, to George Kittle, who continues to run the most routes on the team. He's in the optimal lineup 70% of the time. At number two, Cam Akers. Now, Cam Akers fumbled twice. You could even argue that he's the reason, his mistakes are the reason that Tampa Bay was allowed to get back into that game, making it so close and uh, leading to the heroics for Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup in that game-winning field goal. But Cam Akers is getting the usage that they planned on giving him at the beginning of the season, an 81% snap share, 27 total opportunities, 24 carries including six in the red zone that type of opportunity leads to production at some point especially on good offenses who are favored at home i know the matchup is not good not great at, at least the san francisco 49ers defensive front can play with any defense in the league but still the median projection of 14.7 points is what we want here. An 18.6% chance of scoring 25 fantasy points. I think that's a little bit of a stretch. And Cam Akers is objectively a better value on DraftKings compared, compared to FanDuel, but still, I think he is one of the best value pieces. And we don't have a lot of bell, bell cow running backs here. We are going to need players with high expected fantasy points. Cam Akers fits that bill tremendously here. Cam Akers, the number two player on the slate, a 70% chance of being in the optimal lineup. Now, before I reveal my number one play on FanDuel for this championship game slate, just want to remind you guys, go ahead and like this video, subscribe to the channel so that you always know when we're going live. You guys know what to do. And if you could give me, Matt Saboka, a follow on Twitter, at Draftaholic, that would be much appreciated as well. We also want to give one more shout out to our presenting sponsor, FanUp. They've got featured contests for the NFL and the NBA, a $4,000 winner-take-all conference chaos contest, which is only $10 to enter. And promo code AWESOMO gets you 2,000 bonus points, which is the equivalent of $20 on their site make sure to use that promo code when you sign up today okay let's get into my number one play on FanDuel for this Sunday main slate at number one it's the highest salary player and yet we're still getting to him the most of anyone Cooper Cup wide receiver Los Angeles Rams the San Francisco 49ers defense is good PFF ranks them fourth among all defenses to qualify for the playoffs and team defensive grades, but in schedule-adjusted fantasy points allowed, they're really smack in the middle, right at league average, nothing really special, and these teams know each other well for sure. This is a situation where Cooper Cup needs to step up in the biggest moments. Do I expect nine receptions for 183 yards every single week? No, I don't. But look at the percentage chances of scoring 25 fantasy points. 45% of the time, he's scoring 25 fantasy points. Even on a platform that doesn't reward 100 yards receiving or a full point PPR, Cooper Cup still has an unprecedented ceiling at the skill positions. A 20-point median projection, we need more than that if we want to win a tournament. We need something like 30 fantasy points, but he could absolutely get it against the San Francisco secondary that has been the weakest part of a very strong defense. Cooper Cup is in the optimal lineup just ahead of Akers and Kittle, decimal points ahead. It's 70% of our optimal lineups. 
And that is gonna do it for the FanDuel Sunday Main Slate Contenders video. If you're looking for the DraftKings version of this video, it's around here somewhere. Go ahead and look for it on the channel. We will have all of your Super Bowl content needs right here on the Awesome o YouTube channel. So make sure to subscribe and hit that notification bell as well. Until then, I'm Matt Savoka from Awesomeo.com. We'll see you guys next time.